This is the Zone Sports Network. Back to Joe and he'll flush. And it's time to hear from the best looking, most charismatic, and certainly the most intelligent member of the Utah Jazz. Jingle bells. Joe Ingles. Gives it back to Joe to the cop, slams it in. And yes, for the record, Joe wrote this introduction. This is the Joe Ingles Show (laughs) with DJ and PK. Who? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. The Joe Ingles Show is brought to you by your hardworking friends at Mountain Land Supply. For all your plumbing and irrigation needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com. Joey I is joining us. Joey I, what is your life like now? What are you doing? (laughs) I'm a a stay-at-home dad. (laughs) (laughs) Is that it, really? (laughs) Well, it's a little earlier than you anticipated, I suppose. Uh, Easy to adapt? Um, Me and Renee were actually kind of talking about it the other day. I think the first few days for me was... Um, was really cool. I, I, obviously, not getting to to kind of spend as much time with the kids or at home um, as she does. Obviously, with me being away and stuff like that. So the first few days was um, was really cool. I just got to obviously stay at home and not have to do anything and um, just kind of look after the kids. And um, we're on, what are we on now? I think we're on about day nine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it starts to get. Um, kind of a little crazy in here. The kids want to get out, obviously. Um, we had a couple of nice days over. The, I don't even know what what day it was, but a few nights ago, a couple of nice uh, a couple of nice days for the kids outside. But um, I definitely have a, a bigger understanding of um, when we leave for whatever those eight day trips, and Renee's stuck with the kids for for that long. So you're now pulling out your hair too. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm pulling my head up, but um, yeah, obviously just trying to find different things to do with the kid and entertain them, and um, for for us as well, we let Renee work out and get a little workout in myself, and um, so we're obviously just all all trying to do our part to stay as sane as possible. So the NBA never has yet, to my knowledge, I don't think it has, is used the word cancellation. It's just used the word postponement, which would indicate, though, Joe, that the season is going to continue. So at some point, I don't know when it is. I'm sure you don't know either. Uh, what do you do in the meantime to be mentally and physically prepared for whenever that day comes? Well, I think that's the, that's the hardest part is, um, obviously, like you said, there's no kind of um, – whatever timetable or whatever of return is just said kind of postponed and um, I mean honestly we don't we don't know much more than, than anybody else um, so we're kind of sitting around waiting to, to hear some news obviously uh, I think originally it was like 30 days or something like that yeah um, kind of reevaluate after that but um, I mean my own personal opinion this isn't biased from anyone I just I mean, I don't know if it will, like if it keeps getting, I think every day we wake up, it's kind of getting a little bit worse. um, Obviously, I wouldn't see it starting anytime soon. Um, Obviously, we hope it does. We want to come back. Obviously, we want to play and jazz fans want to to watch us play. Um, So I don't know what what that looks like. Um, For us, it's just about obviously doing what we can. We we can't go to the facility or anything like that. Um, So just staying... I guess as as ready as you can um, 
at home and we're lucky we've got a, a little gym set up at home so um can get a little bit little bit done here and there and um yeah i guess like i said just kind of wait for the further notice so everybody is isolated joe are you having any form of communication with the coaching staff and or players i mean they we've, we've got a million group chats and, and whatever so um coaching and those guys keep us updated um, if there is anything going on, the medical staff and the head streaks coach and stuff like that. Same thing, keeping us updated, keeping programs coming through for guys um, just to kind of stay on top of things. And um, We've obviously got a player group chat, so that, um, that's been pretty busy for, for six years, really. Okay. <laughs> that's non-stop. So are the guys doing well? Yeah, I mean, well, as well as you can. I think everyone's in the same in the same boat, yeah. You're all kind of sitting around at home, and um, different guys have uh, are either by themselves or with families or whatever it is. So, um, yeah, just trying to trying to like I said, trying to everyone trying to keep sane and do a little bit here and there. And obviously, the the biggest thing and the most important thing is is to stay uh, away from people. Um, so I've obviously got kind of Renee and the kids, which is. It's hard to do and, and stay completely away from, but you, you just do your best to, to not go over the top. And um, obviously, we want to we want to try and kind of slow this down as, as quickly as we possible. So we've all individually got our own little responsibilities to, to do that. So you've been playing pro ball now for what uh, better part of for fifteen years, yeah. So. And this game has taken you literally all over the world, and whether it's for the national team or the European teams and with the Jazz and everything, I'm wondering, does anything, anything that you've been through compare to what you went through in Oklahoma City? Not at all. Um, no, it was, I mean, it was the first and hopefully a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Um, I mean, I think the, the people watching it were probably just as confused as we were standing on the court and um, obviously we didn't really know much of, of what was going on and, uh, until we got back to the locker room and, and kind of it all kind of came out and um, it, was just a, it was just a really kind of weird day I guess we we were ready to play um, for people that follow it a little bit more closely I think we were tied 1-1 with them it's a huge game for us yeah. um, the standings um, our individual series with them and, and obviously coming down to whatever we've got for whatever we had it was a pretty big game and our guys were, were really ready to go I, I was um, I I'd mentioned the coach and coach had mentioned the same it was like we, we just you could just tell the guys were ready to play and um, yeah it was just one of those things it it all started to happen I mean we were we were literally about to throw the ball up really I think the guys were actually more or less walking onto the court um, as it got stopped. So it was a it was a it was a crazy day. Um, obviously turned into a kind of crazy night and, and next day, and um, we were obviously glad that we all kind of got home safely and um, obviously started our our quarantine as soon as we landed back in in Salt Lake. Joe Ingles joining us. So I take me through that night in terms of emotions. I'd imagine that you had an array of emotions just to run the gamut of all types of emotions. Did at any point, did fear set in? Um, I think, I think not, not, not for me kind of individually. Um, 
my my first thoughts and 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 I guess fears were were Renee and the kids and and getting home to them and um, obviously wanting to to test negative and then obviously get home. But um, yeah, I think for, for, for me and obviously with with the kids and everyone talks about the the percentages or whatever of kids kind of surviving it or not getting it or not even really knowing but it's still such a, a scary virus that you don't really know um so for me with the kids i didn't obviously want them or renee to kind of go anywhere near it or get it and throwing on top of that with, with jacob and his immune system it's it's scary um he he takes things a million times worse than what what Miller does. So, um, not that I would want either of them to have it, but Jacob even is even more scary because of, of his immune system and uh, how hard things kind of um, they I guess hit him when when he gets them. Miller will have something for three or four days; he'll have it for ten, um, and symptoms are a lot worse and stuff like that. So, yeah, for me, obviously, was was trying to get, oh, hoping I had a, a negative test and then. Um, getting home to them and, and kind of protecting protecting them. So playing basketball, and you do it probably as well as anybody in, is in terms of having fun. And, you know, we as fans, we view it as fun and we look forward to the games and all. I'm wondering how somber was all that in that experience? Yeah, it was, like, it was just one of those, like, like I said, it was a, a once in a well, I hope it's a once in a lifetime and, and something that I definitely don't want to, go through again um, I think one of the the hard parts was a lot of the unknown um, not knowing if we were going to get home or not not knowing if we were going to test positive or, or negative at the time um, early on not really knowing what was going on we didn't originally know why we got taken off the court um, obviously you would assume that either someone or obviously end up being Rudy at the time but one of our team and other team, you didn't really know what was going on. So um, there was a lot of kind of mixed emotions. We were in the locker room for a while and everyone was just kind of sitting there talking. It's just a crazy... Me and Renee still, every day now, it's like, this is just crazy. Like, you just don't think in your lifetime you're going to live through something like this. Um, you, you just... It's like one of those things that happen in a movie and you think you're going to turn it off and, and go back to regular life. Um, but we're... What, what would I say? We're day nine. I think we are... Um, still sitting in the house and um, yeah, lucky we've got um, I guess some good things around the house and Renee's got a little art room and we've, we've got enough kind of activities for the kids. So I don't know how much longer we'll be able to last, but we'll, we'll keep doing what we have to do. <laughs> so in times like these, and there's really, it's unparalleled, but you get the point in times of trouble times, I guess, people turn to family. And so you've got your wife and your children here in the Salt Lake area, but you also have a fair amount of family living thousands of miles away. How is that in terms of trying to communicate with those folks down there that you're doing okay? Because I'm sure they must have had a sense of nervousness as they were getting word of what was going on. Yeah, there was... um we, we kind of joked at the time, which probably wasn't really the right thing to do, but we were all so kind of confused and, and a million different emotions, like I said, but we were, we were kind of laughing like how many people would take. It was like you get more texts the other night than we did on our birthday or our, <laughs> our wedding day or something like that. It was, um, and at the time, but the same thing, like you, you know how unknown and scary this is, but you don't probably really know and put it into perspective until 
you kind of go through what we went through. And um, yeah, I had, I mean, I had people from all over the world trying to reach out and obviously make sure that I was okay and that Renee and the kids were okay and, and obviously kind of extended that the team and, and stuff were all right. Um, and I think in terms of my family in Australia, I think Australia is probably a, a, a week or two behind kind of what where everyone else is. But, um, I mean, the latest reports in Australia were that they were on track um, to kind of where, where Italy is now. And they were running the same kind of course as them, which is, is obviously pretty scary. They've had 40-odd thousand cases and three or 4,000 deaths, um, which is pretty scary. So... Um, uh, I think Australia is going to pretty much go into lockdown pretty soon in the next few days or something. Um, so obviously, as as much as we're doing okay right now as a family, um, you obviously feel, and now you kind of worry goes to to my own obviously sister and parents and and grandparents and stuff like that in Australia that are um, my grandparents in that age bracket of, of obviously pretty pretty uh, severe or something. So, um, yeah, I think it's just, I mean, it's a scary time for everybody. Um, and like I said, I think that obviously one of the, the key things is, is to listen to the, the professionals and um, and stay away from people, stay inside as, as much as you can, unless it's a, um, a, a kind of an emergency that you need to go out and grab something or, or whatever. But if you're going to do that, go out and come right back. And I mean, I literally, I haven't left the house in, I went for a drive for 30 minutes a couple of days ago just to get out the house and I didn't see anyone, I didn't talk to anyone, but I just needed to get out and I went for a drive and I've, so I've left for 30, 40 minutes in, in nine days and I think that's obviously me just trying to do my part and I think everyone obviously needs to do the same thing. So I've got, uh, my parents are gone now, but I've got sisters who live down in the Arizona area, it was where we're from, and so my one sister told me that she signed up for a uh, free child Netflix to, to watch because she's, a uh, big sports fan too, and so much of her time, like me, I do it for work. She's she's a retired uh, educator now, uh, but yeah. you know, so much of it was whether it's watching the Suns or whatever sports are going on. So she doesn't have that, and so she's finding ways to to fill time by watching series, whatever that might be. And it's uh, Netflix is exposing her to some new stuff. I'm wondering for yeah. you, do you have anything to go to? What What are you watching now as far as that goes when you're done with the kids and maybe they go to sleep or what have you? Um, honestly, um, we, we do watch a couple shows, but uh, by the end of the day, from our kids get up at about 7-ish and uh, are very, very full on until kind of 6, 6.30 when they go to bed. And um, like I said before, being at home from 7 till 6.30 and entertaining and playing is, is a very busy and, and tiring job. And um, like going back to why I gave, give a lot of credit to, to single mums, single dads, stay-at-home parents, whatever it is. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a crazy time. And, um, so we, yeah, we usually put the kids down and have dinner and um, we actually are kind of obsessed with Australian Survivor at the moment, um, which is my favorite TV show. Um, But the worst part is it goes Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then doesn't play Thursday through Sunday. So we get to watch Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, because we get to watch it the next day. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, we're sitting around trying to figure out something to watch. So I'm more than happy to have some suggestions of, Good TV shows. 
I don't like Game of Thrones. I don't like that fake, like, whatever. I don't even know what that stuff's called, but anything like that. Lord of the Rings and don't, don't find any of that. But any good, real, true story, documentaries, I'm more than happy to take suggestions because nine days in, like you said, everyone's going a little bit crazy. All right, there it is. Joe Ingles wants some suggestions. He's not from all that <laughs> fantasy stuff with the great Game of Thrones and all that. And I, I don't blame you. Cool stuff. Yeah, I got you. I, you know, if, if you're awake on Sunday nights on Channel Two at eleven o'clock, I'm on, so that no. can get your week started off the right way. I've had about two and a half hours sleep by that point. <laughs> well, okay, so then you can set the alarm and then wake up, and I do a ten minute segment at eleven o'clock, and then you can go back, or you can tape it and watch it the next day, and that'll set the mood for you to get in a good mood for the rest of the week if you want to do that. It's probably wise for you to do that, right? Probably just make me feel a little bit sick, to be honest. And I, I don't want that. <laughs> the complete opposite of what I'm trying to do. So I don't know if you followed, but Adam Silver came out the other day, and and he's basically open to you. Like you're saying, you're open to television suggestions, and I think he's open to suggestions as far as you know what's going to happen because he's a powerful guy. He's got a lot of people out of at his fingertips to uh, sure. give him information, but he doesn't know what's going to happen. And one of the things we heard was potentially you know extending the season into July and August, and then maybe they might, if it worked, maybe they might look at just going from a December to August type schedule all the time. I know that's been talked about. I personally, it doesn't matter to me, play the games and I'm in whenever you play them. That's my work, and I would be in them as even if I was an accountant or what have you because I just like watching it. So I'm in either way. I'm wondering you as a player, what do you think about adjusting a calendar? Um, I think it's. I think it would be tough. I think um, a lot of other sports and competitions and stuff like that. Uh, uh, like the first thing that comes to mind is, is Olympics and, and World Championships or World Cups, um, which you participate in, and, which I love playing. And I think a lot of the international players, I even being teammates with Donovan now, I think that that group of especially that last week, like they really wanted to play for Team USA. Like that's such a cool experience to play for your country. And um, like I said, I, I've, I've done it for, for too long now and um, probably am nearing the end of my international kind of career. But um, I mean, the Olympics, uh, well, end of July, start of August, somewhere like that, and the, the World Cups in September, which probably wouldn't get affected too much. But... Um, I mean, that just takes out your training camp. It takes out. There's a lot of things that um, would have to would have to change. I, I, I would assume if the NBA um, was to do that, the other competitions would would probably change because the NBA is a is a pretty powerful beast. And um, so I think if it was to to do that, then it would. Um, I'm assuming the other competitions would change. But then you've also got to think about the European competition, the, the league in Australia. There's a million other basketball leagues that you've got to compensate for as well it's not just um the nba but like i said i think if it was to happen every other league would probably have to adjust a little bit too because they're not going to get rid of the olympics they're not going to get rid of the world cup um every other league is still going to play around the world so it's just obviously finding a um a common ground that everyone can play their leagues and then obviously play that represent their countries at, at, at the given time of, of whatever tournament it is 
Joe Engel's joining us. Joe, you're a pretty popular guy, obviously, here na- uh, locally. Thanks. And then people have and caught on. Yeah, well, I, okay. Uh, that's where I was going with this. And people have caught on, you know, the NBA writers. You've made yourself available, like when you go back to New York, I think, with the Low podcast and whatnot. So I'm wondering, uh, has, have people reached out to you? Are you doing any of those types of things in the interim now? No, I'm not doing anyone else's podcast ever again because we have decided to do our own. Um, it's been a, a long time coming. Uh, we've we've talked about it here and there, and um, I guess the timing of it is really hard because you need the, the, the time to, to sit down and, and yeah. bring someone either to your house or meet them or whatever it is. And, right. Um, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot harder than waking up and talking to you knuckleheads on the phone for fifteen minutes and then hanging up. Yeah, I got a lot you. more preparation, especially when you you kind of hosting it. Um, myself and, and Renee and it was actually Renee's idea um, obviously she knows that I, I've done this radio show and I've done a lot of podcasts it's something that I really do enjoy doing and talking to people and um, yeah so we've we've started home. we've got a couple of episodes recorded already um, we've got some more um, prepared if we can get them done <laughs> if we're allowed to go near people anytime soon um, but we've got we can do it via phone and everything so it's it's something for us that um, I don't want it to become no disrespect to the Warriors and all that. They they do a lot of basketball. It's all basketball talk. I don't really want to interview any basketballers if I if I have to. Um, I just want to want to chat, sit down, and, and talk to really interesting people. I want to talk to I don't know someone in in autism, someone that specialises in that, someone just completely different, um, super interesting people, and. Um, so between myself and Renee, um, we've got Aaron Fork, who's who works for the Jazz. He's kind of our third. Um, no one probably knows who he is, which is kind of cool because he's he's a cool guy. He really fits kind of the two of us as well. And um, so it's really it's really exciting. We're, we're excited. Um, we're hoping we can kind of launch the first one or first couple episodes soon because no one has anything to do. Um, and I'm way more popular than this show, so I'm hoping it blows up and. Um, should be a bit of fun. Maybe we'll get you guys on one time. So it's uh, away from the game of basketball itself, though. Yeah, I mean, we. There's no. I mean, there's no doubt. I'll I'll do someone basketball related or a basketball or an NBA player, or whatever, um, because that's my job, and I obviously know a lot about it. And I think some of those guys have really interesting stories to yeah. tell as well. Um, but yeah, definitely more kind of life. Um, we'll definitely open it up to questions one day and answer a bunch of questions um, from fans that, that uh, as an athlete, and obviously you're accessible via Twitter and whatever. They ask so many questions and it's, it's hard to, to sit there and answer everybody's questions. So um, we want to, I, I guess, give a bit of an insight into to what we do, how we live, our kids, our families. Um, and then obviously, like I said, speak and sit down with some some really interesting people and have some really cool conversations and um, I I guess me and Renee we're both kind of people person people people person whatever you want Um, and I think it's something that that we obviously honestly if it got one view or a million views it wouldn't really bother me it's about us kind of sitting down and I think people will enjoy it I think we've got good personalities for it Aaron's a a great third wheel in our relationship now and um, something that we're really looking forward to. So once it, uh, once this, this first one comes out, hopefully in the next couple of days, we'll um, 
we'll post that and everyone can listen and then um, we'll, we'll go from there. All right, cool. And then, then we can, if you want, you can pub what you're talking about when you come on a, our show each week. That would be fine too. And we can kind of go back and forth in that way. And, and I, thank you great. For, I thank you for coming on this morning. And uh, let's all hope that we're all well enough and everything's good enough to do it again next week. What do you say? For sure. I just think one more message is, like I said before, I think just to, to really listen to these these professionals. And uh, I think that like it, it seems like everyone – could fight it or you think you're healthy enough to or whatever it is but it's it's a lot more serious than than what people are some people are kind of saying i think so stay inside obviously get where you need to get food wise and, and for your children or whatever to look after your family but um yeah stay inside until we we sort this out all right joe thanks a lot appreciate it appreciate it thanks for having us. all right that's joe ingles